Good morning, good afternoon, good night, wherever you are in the world. I'm Alexander Glover. Today's episode, I want to talk about my top protein tips as a vegan, okay? Because I get this question very, very regularly, and I thought I'd disclose once and for all my favored foods for high-protein meals and how I structure fitting those meals in or those food sources into my day to ensure that I'm getting adequate protein. Alrighty, so here we go. I'm going to start off with my favorite food sources for protein. Uh, And when I say food sources, I feel like because you all know that I'm a vegan, I don't need to say vegan food sources. Okay, number one for me is probably going to be chickpeas. Chickpeas are a phenomenal food source. Chickpeas are rich in protein, folate, fiber, both insoluble and soluble, very, very important to note, iron, phosphorus, and polyunsaturated and monounsaturated fatty acids, including linoleic and oleic acids, okay? So for me, um, chickpeas are a an all-round type food source, okay? The reason why I favor chickpeas as my number one protein uh, rich food is because it's not just the macronutrient protein that you're receiving from chickpeas. Chickpeas, like I just said, contain so many essential components of nutritious foods. Basically, the fact that it is high protein is great, okay? But the fact that it is so rich in fiber, high in iron, folate, and a lot of minerals means that you're not just getting protein, you're getting a rounded food which is going to be extremely nurturing and nutritious for your body. It's also going to mean that you're extracting a lot of the nutrients that are in the chickpeas. So I'm going to just quickly touch on a few little health benefits of chickpeas, okay? So chickpeas and pretty much all pulses contain several components that when eaten as a part of a balanced plant-rich diet, may help to prevent the development of various chronic diseases. These diseases include diabetes, heart disease, obesity. They also can improve your gut flora and gut health. And that's just to name a few, okay? These are the the main big ones, the chunk to take away. But both dried and canned chickpeas have a low glycemic index and a low glycemic load and contain amylose, okay? A resistant starch that digests slowly. These factors help prevent sudden surges in blood sugar and insulin levels, which can improve overall blood sugar control in people with type 2 diabetes. Chickpeas contain a soluble fiber called raffinose, a type of oligosaccharide that is fermented in the colon by beneficial bacteria. As bacteria breaks down this fiber, a short-chain fatty acid called butyrate is produced. Now, butyrate plays a role in reducing inflammation in the cell wall of the colon, promoting regularity in the intestines and possibly preventing colorectal cancer by promoting cell death. Now, chickpeas contain a plant sterol called cytosterol that is structurally similar to cholesterol in the body. It interferes with the body's absorption of cholesterol and thereby can help to lower blood cholesterol levels. The fiber and unsaturated fats in chickpeas may also favorably affect blood lipid levels. 
Now, lastly, one which is very, very important for me in particular um, and our overfed but starving society is the fact that it can incredibly help obesity. So high fiber foods can help to promote a feeling of fullness and satiation by delaying digestion and adding bulk to meals. Now, this satiating effect of the high fiber and protein content of chickpeas may help with weight management. You're probably thinking, oh, well, that's a load of bullshit. I hear that all the time. But no, if you eat a bowl of chickpeas, you immediately feel full. But it's not the full feeling you get from fast food or a block of chocolate. It's a full, rich, welcoming hug from nature that says, I'm looking after you. So these are just four of the health benefits that I've chosen to talk about um, in this little podcast. Uh, The reason being are these are pretty big staples. But I also want you to make sure to note that the reason that the reason that chickpeas are also so cool and versatile is that you can actually make other things from the aquafaba, which is actually the liquid that sits on top. If you've ever had a can of chickpeas and you drain that liquid, it's actually called aquafaba. You can whip it and make egg whites. Okay, so not only does it help you feel amazing and give you a nutrition dense load of goodness, but it is also a replacement for egg whites. Amazing. Okay, so secondly, my second top protein source would have to be tofu and tempeh. Now, I would probably say tempeh, but that's a texture thing for me. I just prefer the texture of tempeh. Tofu, however, is a lot easier uh, to liken to, I guess. Um, And while you're weaning yourself onto soy, it's... If you're not a fan of the flavor, I'd say go with tofu. It's a lot easier to marinate. It's a lot easier to fry, bake, and make an abundance of dishes with. Tofu, okay, it gets a bad rap in this world because of soy. But did you know the reason why soy is so abashed and so, I guess, criticized is actually because of the dairy industry back in the day when they felt threatened by the soy industry. So they funded a lot of these studies to say that the estrogen would make men grow boobs and it would be detrimental for women, etc. But I'm going to quickly just recap the health benefits of soy in general and not debunk these myths, but just tell you the, the raw truth. So soybeans are low in saturated fat and high in protein, vitamin C and folate. And they are also an amazing source of calcium, iron, magnesium, phosphorus, potassium, and thiamine. Obviously, these things can differ depending on the type of soy product you're getting, whether it be tempeh, tofu, um, edamame itself, etc. But overall, it is a really good source of protein, but not to mention, like the chickpea, it also comes with an abundance of other uh, nutritionally dense minerals and nutrients. Okay, so there are a bunch of uh, health benefits. These are managing obesity, reducing breast cancer risk, reducing the risk of type 2 diabetes, treating osteoporosis, and helping cholesterol levels. Now, that being said, I'm just going to jump in quickly and and tell you the little myth, okay, about soy. Now, soy actually is um, a phytoestrogen, Okay, which means that it's going to actually increase testosterone in men and be really, really beneficial for women. Okay, without going too much into the science and citing scientific jargon, um, that's that's pretty much the the raw truth. Okay, 
Um, but for me, tofu is just one of those great ingredients that you can just chuck into anything. And I honestly mean anything. It takes on the flavor of whatever you're cooking, so long as you either soak it or marinate it or um, let it cook within the ingredients that you're, or the flavors that you want it to taste like. Okay, it is a really versatile ingredient. And if you know how to cook it or you know what flavors you want it to taste like, then you're gonna like it, okay? A lot of people just don't like it because they're either steaming it, eating it raw. I mean, I've known people to eat it raw purely because they didn't know how to cook it. Um, You always cook your tofu, okay? I mean, yes, you can eat silken tofu very raw, um, and I've eaten tempeh without cooking it, but I'm one of those people that can pretty much eat anything, given it's vegan. Um, But my favorite way of cooking it is either just pan-frying pan pan it, or baking it and really depending on what I'm eating is dependent on what flavor I'll make it but if I'm pan frying it I'll often make like a salt and pepper tofu Now my salt and pepper tofu is super easy you just coat it in a little bit of flour salt and pepper bang it on the stove um, in the pan with avocado oil and really high heat and just turning it on every side Um, and if I'm baking it in the oven I usually put like a tamari type dressing on it soy sauce, whatever it is, okay? So tofu is really, really good. It packs a massive protein hit, so it is wonderful if you're trying to hit high-protein targets in your life um, or you feel like you're not actually getting enough protein. So that is number two, okay? Number three for me in terms of protein is black beans, okay? Now, again, it's a pulse, Okay, legume, it's very, very similar to the health benefits of a chickpea. Okay, so I'm not going to delve into the little nitty gritty of it, but I really like black beans because, again, they're so, so versatile and they really just have a, a kind flavor to them. And if you like Mexican foods, you can literally add this into any salad and it really just gives it that little zing and that little bit of bulk that you need. So a lot of people say that when they eat salads, they feel very unsatisfied and they're left longing for um, something else. But if you chuck a bean and an avocado in your salads, you're going to walk away from that salad not wanting to snack on chocolate and rubbish, okay? You're going to actually feel sat- satisfied, satiated, and nourished, okay? Like I said, you'll, you'll feel like you've been have, you will have been hugged by the earth, which is beautiful, okay? Who doesn't want to feel hugged by the earth? Now, my number four top protein source would have to be protein powder, okay? I say that because I cook a lot with protein powders or I bake um, or I make some kind of meal with a protein powder purely because I like to add the flavor of that protein powder, okay? So if I'm making porridge, I might want it to taste like mixed berries and then I add fresh berries on top with cinnamon, a bit of cardamom and it really just allows it to bring out a rich flavor. Also knowing that you're getting a big dose of protein. So I really actually rate protein powder for that reason. I do want to just, just disclaim here that I don't recommend having three servings of protein powder in a day, but it is also one of those food sources or supplement sources that allow you to get that protein hit in if you're strapped for time, you don't think you're going to be able to get in 
in any protein in that day or you're on the road or something, okay? So it's one of those accessibility type uh, supplement sources and it's not one that I would say eat protein powder over chickpeas. Like I said, they're not as rounded in uh, ingredients in terms of minerals, nutrients, etc. It is more just a quick bang hit from protein. That is something to keep in mind. My favorite protein is from Body Science, and I love their salted caramel protein, to be honest with you. Uh, no matter what I'm making, if I'm making like a banana bread or a muffin, donut, porridge, wheat bix, whatever it is, if I sprinkle some of that on it, holy smokes, it just increases it by tenfold, and you just, yeah, it's just delicious. So that's number four. Number five is, again, another thing that I don't recommend eating all the time is uh, the mock meats. Now, when I choose my mock meats, I want to just make something really clear here. I try and choose mock meats that contain as little emulsifiers, lectins, maltodextrins, uh, preservatives, natural flavors, etc. okay, as possible. I try and choose the mock meats that are just very raw to uh, ingredients. So whether that be soy compounds with uh, herbs and spices and onion and capsicum and whatever, okay? I try and avoid the ones that have thousands of ingredients. Don't get me wrong, I still will have them every now and then, whether I'm entertaining or I wanna cook something for a non-vegan and just really give them that whiz-bang flavor-packed punch hit from the mock meats. Now, the mock meats are great because they're super easy, so that's a massive reason as to why I do actually favor them. Um, they're just accessible, tasty, delicious, and easy if you are strapped on time, okay? But again, they're not the healthiest choice. There are whole foods which trump the mock meats 10 times out of 10. So just keep that in mind and be wary. So number six, okay, my last one is peanut butter okay or nut butters in general now i know a lot of you think yeah but it's so high in fat yeah but it's also pretty high in protein if you genuinely deconstruct the nutritional profile of that food source so while it may not be the be all and end all of protein sources it still packs a pretty generous amount of protein for what you're actually providing yourself with just these nuts alone in a big serving can contain, I don't know, six to 10 grams of protein depending on how big your serve is. That's my top five tips for protein and how I use them, okay? I'm, now I'm not the, I don't think that the protein, okay, the macronutrient protein is the holy grail of food, okay? I'm not the biggest believer in protein being the be all and end all and I'm not one of those advocates that say you need to eat 180 grams a day. Okay, I honestly think that is ridiculous. I think that is very, very taxing on a lot of your organs, especially your kidneys. You do not need to be providing yourself with that much protein. Um, I mean, and that's also relative. If you're a cyclist cycling 200 kilometers a day, you're probably gonna be having 180 grams of protein, but it might be relative to your um, actual energy intake, okay? So just keep that in mind before you try to bash something that I just said. However, I'm someone that's been known to have eaten just fruit for pretty much six months of my life. Um, I will still go days without having a big hit of protein. Why? Because I believe that the fundamental nutrients, the fundamental enzymes, and the fundamental absorption of fiber from fruit is far, far more important 
than packing yourself full of protein every second of every day. So I much prefer to extract my nutrients, my minerals, my my sugars, my carbohydrates, whatever it is from and my fiber from fruit because fruit is life. Fruit is very fundamental for humans. We resemble frugivores. That is our closest resemblance, okay? Frugivores, which is our primates, which are the apes, the chimpanzees, etc. And they are frugivores by nature. We too are frugivores by nature. Herbivore, yes, we also are, and we do thrive off, off plants, but more or less, fruit is king. So I keep that in mind, all right? I stagger when I eat my protein throughout the day. But also in saying that, you don't need to be regimented on it, okay? Your body's not some computer system it's a human body, okay? It fluctuates throughout the day, it changes, it does not need, I don't know, 19 grams of protein every two hours to function optimally. If you don't get time to eat your protein source until dinner, who cares? Just eat it for dinner and get on with it. People place far too much time and energy on meal timing and nutrient timing. So keep that in mind. Um, my favorite ways to use all these ingredients, however, are with big, big, big salads. Nice, big, hearty, whole food salads. That is the number one way to eat pretty much any food. And that is the way that I like to incorporate all these foods into my diets. Yes, obviously, if I'm lazy, I will just have it on its own. Let's be real, on its own with avocado and hummus, maybe on a piece of toast, is always a really easy, simple option if you're strapped for time. Remember, it's not about perfection, it's about progress. You don't need to be doing something perfect every single time. You're allowed to eat, I don't know, not in accordance with your own eating Bible, which you've created out of thin air because you think that's how you have to eat every single minute of every single day to be yourself. No, okay, allow yourself some wiggle room. But what I'm saying is it's important to make sure that you're eating these protein sources with nice big hearty salads. Uh, the reason being is because you need some complementary nutrients, uh, you need complementary minerals, and a lot of the time you need some extra insoluble fiber to help digest all the food and extract the nutrients that you're actually putting into your body. So there we have it, nice little short podcast on my top vegan protein sources. Thank you so much for listening. I'm your host, Alexander Glover, and I hope to be pumping these out a lot more regularly now. As I said, I've got myself a new microphone, so stay tuned. And if there's something that you want to hear, please let me know via Instagram um, or leave a comment and like, subscribe, all that jazz that I hear people say. Apparently it helps, so please do your part. Thank you so much. Bye.